Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. The Around the NFL podcast has 99 problems, but free agency ain't one. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I am joined by a room filled with heroes, Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, boys? Hey, Dan. Uh-oh. Emergency podcast. Emergency podcast. Why? Because we were supposed to come back Wednesday because we did a show yesterday. I hope you listened to it. Very important that you listen to it. Um, uh, but then, like, 90% of the essential free agent. Greg, would you mind sitting down? You know, you can. Uh, making us all uncomfortable. You can continue with the show and not even alert the listeners to me putting on the television. Well, you, Mark was, was definitely stunned by it. And I, that, I, that caught my attention. Greg's standing up, walking around. It was a real rapport builder. Uh, Wednesday at 1 p.m., as we said, uh, and as you probably know, is the official start of free agency. But everybody's coming off the board unofficially, uh, unofficially official. And that's why, even though this was supposed to be a day off for the podcast. No days off. No days off. No days off. Worst no chant in chant off. history. No days off. No days off. Weirdly, one of the low moments of the the Patriots dynasty, even though it came during a celebration. (laughs) So what is today's show? Today's emergency podcast. Uh, Figure it out. I mean, what are you, dense, bro? We're going to go through all the all the signings, including the quarterback market, which um, has fallen. The dominoes fell quickly and maybe not the first domino you expected to fall. But everything uh, is pretty much coming into focus now. Uh, so let's get into it. Let's go. We'll just call it the big news rundown. Big old news Why rundown. Not? You good, Greg? I'm I'm hoping we get some more breaking news during the show. Maybe. I mean, I would assume we do get it. This thing's gonna. Are we Are we taping again tomorrow? Of course. Ooh, like big week. Tomorrow is the so-called free agency frenzy. They're only off by roughly 45, 50 hours. So let's start with quarterbacks because it is good to be a quarterback, uh, especially one that's like top 15, top 16 in the league. Kirk Cousins. 
signs or is likely to sign or has agreed to sign with the Minnesota Vikings. The uh, favorite going into this week is the team that comes out with Kirk Cousins, a, a deal uh, worth three years that includes approximately $86 million, and this is what makes it a historic deal in the NFL. All of that money guaranteed and his uh, per-year uh, average salary of $27.5 million just tops Jimmy Garoppolo, making Kirk Cousins the most, uh, the highest-paid player in the history of the NFL for the time being. Uh, Mark, we'll start with you on this. You were up early the, before the, the sun rose, uh, writing about Kirk Cousins picking his new home. I think the unprecedented nature of the contract mirrors the unprecedented nature of the situation, that it's so rare that you get this type of player that goes to market that it was the only way to compete for him, whether you, whether you were the Vikings or the Jets with the most money. And they talked about the Jets offering more. So Kirk Cousins had, obviously, a preference here. And it started out as, hey, we don't know. This might be what happens. And then an hour later, as every other team circles the wagons, and we'll get to it, starts finding out other quarterback situations. Barring something stunning, Kirk Cousins has essentially been handed to the Vikings. And, I, and we talked about this yesterday, Dan. That we didn't know who he was going to visit first. But had he gone to the Jets, they could not let him out of the building. And that's essentially what the Vikings were given that privilege to go first and to lure him in and to keep him. Well, what if he changed his mind? He could. He I'm nowhere, just saying, he nowhere, it's, he it's not leaning left, in that direction. But he has nowhere left right? to go because every every other right. team is basically starting to move on unless the Jets did it. Because he keeps he's made it clear to the reporters, at least, that he wants to get the feel of it and have dinner and do the whole thing and feel oh, good about it. But all the other teams <laughs> have essentially said, well, we can't wait around it for Seems that. like nonsense. Do you think there's any chance, though, that the – do you feel like the Jets – acted too quickly in finding plan B or is it just that this is your only well, they, option? They haven't officially done anything either so they could always be be there and in theory before before Wednesday and it's worth noting it's not going to happen with Cousins I don't think but it's worth noting that multiple times in this free agency era we have reported on agreed contracts and in that time before free agency actually starts another team says actually will you take way more money please come with us and the guy changes his mind it's happened but it would be insane it's if it's probably happened. not gonna happen because ian rapaport's reporting now that the jets who are the only logical team left in the race uh are negotiating with Ted- teddy bridgewater and wes uh, i know you are a big kirk cousins fan i immediately pivoted i had my premonition about uh, hugging Kirk Cousins. Apparently, that doesn't always check out. But I immediately <laughs> pivoted into a, a, a conversation with Keith Hansis about how this is, we dodged a bullet here, and now what we're going to do is we're going to take all this money, <laughs> put it elsewhere, and go get a quarterback that will be a star for 15 years. Uh, are the uh, Vikings going to, are they a better team now, in your opinion? Yes, absolutely. I think uh, Kirk Cousins over what what he's the improvement he's shown over the last couple of years has really impressed me. I've changed my opinion on him and Sam Bradford as much as any two quarterbacks in the league, and it's both of their ability to stand in in the face of pressure and and make throws. And Kirk Cousins did that last year with some pretty poor surrounding talent. I love the fit. He's durable. He's productive. This team is ready to go. And by the way, Greg, as if this deal wasn't already arranged three weeks ago. Hmm. When Mike Zimmer's up in front of everybody at the Combine throwing Case Keenum under the bus saying, <laughs> oh, he's never had a year like this before, or saying we don't really, you know, Sam Bradford this and that, Teddy. Like, they didn't know this deal was already going to happen. But then we, do we have to suppose that the Jets knew this was in place too? Because the Jets, I mean, whether it came from inside the team or not, 
The Kerr made it sound like they wanted Kirk Cousins more more than three weeks ago. The Cardinals were hopeful as of 24 hours ago, so they didn't know. The Broncos, Ian uh, and Mike Garofolo reported they wanted Kirk Cousins. They, they they never seemed like they were all in. They they realized it wasn't going to be at their price, and that he that the Broncos weren't necessarily their first choice, and that's why that's great. John Elway can you know convince a Hall of Famer like Peyton Manning, but ultimately it's up the up to the players, and there's a million factors. It's a lot of pressure on John Filippo, I think, to construct the right offense around Kirk Cousins. He's got two great receivers, a good offensive line, a good running back. There's a lot to work with, but I think Cousins had good coordinators in Washington that helped hide some of his flaws because he's not a totally complete quarterback. He's not great improvising after a play breaks down. He doesn't have a monster arm. He can certainly get it down the field. And so it's on Filippo and kind of a new group to to make an offense around Cousins, and the expectations will be that they need well, to go it, to the Super Bowl this it, year. It, it, they are, but they would have been a bigger challenge to construct an offense around lesser Absolutely, and that's why that's why it makes sense. It makes sense for Cousins. It just is. It's crazy to me. It's not crazy to me, but a top ten quarter, not necessarily a top ten quarterback. I thought he might get even more money than this. He and it it does. It makes sense for Cousins. He's thirty years old, three year deal with a team that's ready to win in the Vikings. He could have went to the Jets for more money, but the Jets are probably a three year project. And then it just it lined up well, so it all makes sense. Uh, But we'll see now because. Uh, I was texting with a Vikings fan buddy who said, well, we'll see if they're actually better because it's going to be hard for Cousins to have the year Case Keenum had last year. That was a special season in Minnesota, and they couldn't get over the hump. Cousins has to be at least that good, you'd think, for them to take the next step. So there's a lot of pressure on him, too. My God, it's a lot of money. And it does. It should be pointed out before we move on because we've got to keep moving that a fully guaranteed deal can change the landscape of the NFL potentially mm. for players, quarterbacks especially. Uh, I heard someone say out there that watch Aaron Rodgers get three for 100 guaranteed. This is baseball stuff now that would, never was connected to the NFL. So Cousins, and I'm trying to think, there was a player in the NFL. I mean, uh, Doug Baldwin Jr. said uh, Kirk Cousins is a hero for what he did. He he sat it out, for, he waited out two years, and then did something that no one ever uh, did before, and it could open the gates for other people. I don't think other positions are going to have that kind of leverage. Really, the leverage is that it's only three years and he gets to max out his money and go back into free agency again in three years. Because Indomitian Sue just got $60 million guaranteed over three years and then you get cut. Now the team has no option to keep him after three years and he can go, he'll get paid an, a bigger contract in three years. Kirk has explaining to do though because his sister who lives in Arizona in the Phoenix area mm. Didn't I mean, choose to go. When you're, when you're getting paid uh, almost that thirty a million a year, there. you can probably fly your sister wherever she likes. Buy her a house in Minnesota. You can right. Buy her a jet to fly to Minnesota. <laughs> uh, moving on, Drew Brees not going anywhere, despite the report on Monday uh, that the Vikings uh, were kicking the tires on the 39-year-old future Hall of Famer. The Saints and, and Brees do what everyone expected, which was sit down and get it done. The team on Tuesday uh, struck a two-year deal with the quarterback worth 50 million. Uh, this one includes 27 million in guarantees. I guess when you're almost 40, you can't pull that same type of leverage that a 30-year-old is does. But still, uh, Drew Brees did very well for himself. Uh, Brees was number two on our top 101 uh, list. Chris Wesley. Rough, rough 24 hours for the corner of Twitter who insisted NFL players will never take less than maximum value on a contract. Drew Brees, reportedly by Mike Triplett of ESPN.com, had another offer that was more than $60 million guaranteed over two years. I want to know who that is. It's either the Jets or the Vikings. I, I would go right? Vikings, but so Vikings he took 33 less million guaranteed. 33. 
He got $27 million guaranteed, and he was offered $60 million guaranteed, according to this report. So that is a whopping $33 million he's passing up in guarantees, well, and, according to the reports. Yeah, and to that report, Breeze, unlike, you know, uh, you know, calling Kirk Cousins a hero for his actions, Breeze outwardly apologized to other players for accepting this deal, and he apologized to his agent because as an NFLPA, oh you know, spin, voice... Oh, spin, baby, spin. I'm, no, I'm, I'm not spinning for He basically told him, his agent, sit this one out, buddy. He, this was not how you do it. Well, they, I mean, so that's a very different deal. They still use the agent who's Tom Condon, who got Sam Bradford paid, has gotten Peyton Manning, Matthew Stafford, all these quarterbacks paid. They still used every leverage possible to get the Saints to pay more money than they were willing to pay initially. The, the Saints were reportedly steadfast and not paying Breeze more money than he made last year, where it was $24.5 million. And they got him over that, that hurdle. That seemed crazy that that was their opinion. We heard all these reports he's going to take 20 to 25 He gets more. Start building the statue now. I mean, you know, why even he's wait? Gonna, and, why wait? And why by wait? the way, and Drew Brees knows exactly what he's doing. Right. He knows how to massage the message. Drew just wants to make sure he has the biggest statue outside the Superdome. Oh, I left 33 mil on the table because I lock it down by the bayou and I'm just a normal guy. I'm cool. Um, that's that's what it's all about. He wants a bigger statue than his buddy. He wants to win a Super Bowl. Go win another Super Bowl. Well, yeah, he could have went I, to Minnesota, hypothetically, and had just as good a chance. What about right? the Kobe Fleener statue? That's going to be sizey. <laughs> that's going to get torn down like uh, the Confederate statues oh, in New Orleans. okay. Whoa. <laughs> what? Yeah. Jeez. Strong. <laughs> so they, they're going to build it, it's a, it's, it, and then tear it. These are facts that happened in the news, guys. You, no, it did, but you're, okay. you're presupposing that a Case Keenum uh, or a Kobe Fleener statue will be erected. And you're equating Kobe Fleener down. to a, a historical wrong, so, okay. okay. I mean, it's definitely not at the same level, but signing Kobe Fleener was a historical wrong. Uh, moving on, another quarterback move. This was actually, well, that's fair. <laughs> the first quarterback uh, domino to fall, and it happened in the middle of the night, Case Keenum. Uh, is going to sign with the Denver Broncos. So John Elway, um, who in the very beginning, everyone connected the Broncos and Kirk Cousins, but it became very clear that uh, the Broncos were just another player, not the lead dog. So what does he do? He pivots and and instead of waiting around, goes and gets Case Keenum. uh, And Keenum was number eight on our top 101 list. And he also is coming off a career year. uh, But... um, Greg, do you think Case Keenum will be able to match what he did last year in Denver? No, because the offensive line's going to be worse. The running game will probably be worse. The receivers are certainly talented in Denver, and the defense is fine. But I don't really expect Case Keenum to play that well maybe ever again because I think that was a magical season where a lot of things came together. He makes the Broncos better. But I don't think it's going to prevent them from going after a quarterback, maybe with the fifth overall pick. It, it shouldn't, at least. That would give him – he would be playing in front of two first-round picks, which is unusual. I think he might have been team. plan C in Denver. I think, Ty, according to Garofolo, Tyrod Taylor might have been plan B, and the Browns jumped in on that. And Cousins was plan A, and they wanted to make sure at least they got a guy they were comfortable with that was with Gary Kubiak. I don't, I don't love this deal. For no, this is a rough day for Broncos fans. When you spent all offseason hearing your team's players pitch woo at Kirk Cousins, from Von Miller to Aqib Tlaib to Brandon Marshall, all these guys publicly saying how much they want Kirk Cousins, who would have been an upgrade. Now, maybe Case Keenum is more reliable than Trevor Simeon, more healthy than Trevor Simeon. Nobody at this time last year was saying Case Keenum's a better quarterback than Trevor Simeon. No, and we spent all last offseason hearing a lot of hot air out of that organization about how much 
confidence there was in Trevor Simeon and to the point where it was just becoming a little absurd on our network. And we're about to enter into that with Case Keenum almost seamlessly. And it's not to take anything away from what Keenum did last year, but Greg is right. The idea you're going to step in and duplicate that campaign two years in a row? No. He's the one contract that hasn't been reported, though. And that usually means it's not very good for, for the player. So if ultimately they couldn't get Kirk Cousins because they didn't want to pay that or Cousins didn't want to go there. And we find out this deal is pretty low and it's just a one-year deal, which is basically what I expect, maybe in the anywhere from 14 to 17 million. Eh, I mean, it's fine. They had to do something. The you first, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I can't kill them for that. It's just not exciting. The first thing I thought when I heard this deal was they're obviously going quarterback at number five yes. overall now because you don't have the luxury of going offensive line with that pick because Case Keenum is, is not a reliable franchise quarterback. The top of this quarterback uh, of this draft class, it's going to be crazy now because uh, the Broncos are still going to be players. The Jets now are going to be something close to a desperate player at this point. Big Mac now needs to get a young quarterback. And the Bills are trying to trade and in front of both of them. the Bills now have moved to 12. I could see the Bills getting to number three. Someone's going to trade with the Colts is my is my guess. Yep. Uh, because someone is going to blow the Colts away. Unless the Colts are absolutely in love with this Chubb guy or somebody else that and they we, won't move. But And then not to come back to the Jets, Dan, I yeah. don't mean to, but, but the one thing that some of these other teams have done who need quarterbacks is over the past couple seasons effectively stocked Pit, stockpile draft picks, and the Jets do not have that ammunition. They had money. Right. They don't have ammunition. And that's why, yeah, I think that's why their plan A was Cousins, because it's set up better for where they were. But they're still at six, which is not a terrible place no. to be. They could, if you're the Browns at four, or if you're the Colts at three, if you have a chance to trade back with the Jets, you're still sitting at six, and you could still get somebody you really want. If you trade back with the Bills, you might get a little bit more of a haul, but you got to wait. So it's going to be fascinating how it plays out. It's going to be a game of musical chairs. There's four top names in the quarterback market in the draft, and there are, what, five teams that really need a quarterback. So uh, Somebody's screwed. <laughs> probably will be the Jets. That's my prediction, well, by the way. I don't know. I, know I how this, give you another contender. I know how case. this S works. Moving on. Uh, if, the, if The Browns cannot screw themselves. They, they, they might. Well, they have to really try oh, hard they to could. They'll take a running back and then trade down to 12, and even Lamar Jackson will get picked ahead of them, and they'll wind up with a right tackle. And, and cut to the Hugh Jackson press conference saying that Tyrod Taylor is moving there the ground go. beneath his feet. Uh, don't think it will happen. Another quarterback comes off the board and another sandwich prop victory for the old Zeuser. Sam Bradford uh, will sign with the Arizona Cardinals, a one-year $20 million deal. And I'm not saying that's a bad contract uh, for the Cardinals, and I, I understand why Bradford can command, command that, but has any player in the history of the NFL made more money for doing less than Sam Bradford. I, and I like Sam Bradford as a player, but this guy is making bank his whole career. What has he done? I think it's going to turn out to be one of those phony deals where it's really one for 15 because that's what's guaranteed. And then he's getting... Even that's a lot of money. I that, don't know. That's a lot. That's, that's what are what, your alternatives? That's the price. I think that's about what Keenum will get. That's kind of the price for the for the quarterback that's a short-term solution. And to me, he's the he's the biggest boomer bust guy of all these quarterbacks. Cause More than Teddy? I, yes, because boy? yes, because I think if he's actually healthy, he's ready to go, and he could be an average to above average starter right now. But there's absolutely no way to tell what his degenerative knee is going to do. I'm, I can't disagree with that. But if your alternatives are Mike Glennon and AJ McCarron, pay him as much as it takes to get him in there, especially when this is. Uh, allegedly Larry Fitzgerald's swan song. You're not going to want to watch Larry Fitzgerald catching passes from Mike Glennon for an entire season. And they're not done. The door. They've said for months, we're going to get quarterbacks in multiple ways. They're another one of those draft eligibles. Just a note, Dan, you did get your proposition right. 
mm-hmm. uh, the sandwich prop, which said that the Cardinals would sign a 2017 Vikings quarterback. However, it yes. did not entice anyone to take you up no. on it. So, they oh, cut, really? I didn't make sandwiches. Right. But I have a chance to get three props right. That we will is, get to that, that a little is later. Impressive. Which is unprecedented. It's kind of like getting all guaranteed money. One last thing on this deal. The Cardinals can't be done yet. Their offensive line was terrible last year. Beyond Larry Fitzgerald, all they have is question marks at wide receiver. He's not exactly set up for success there. No, not at all. I mean, putting it's Bradford behind that line is going to be trouble. Whoever – put it this way. Whoever else gets signed, whether it's Mike Lennon or a quarterback that gets drafted in the first or second round or whatever they do, is probably going to see some time next season. Josh Allen starting by week five in Arizona. That's your quarterback update, uh, the musical chairs. Uh, let's move on now to the Kansas City Chiefs, who continue to uh, act aggressively following their one-and-done playoff uh, ouster. They have a new quarterback, of course, in uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and now they add another weapon in the name of Sammy Watkins heading to the Chiefs on a three-year deal. Uh, this is a big one. This is a whopper. We talked about this coming into a, a, a heading into free agency, Mark. It, would Sammy clean up again despite a, another guy that doesn't have a huge track record of production, but he got a monster deal expected to be worth uh, up to $48 million with $30 million guaranteed at signing per rap sheet. Mm. You like this move, Mark? Well, I mean, I like the idea of the Chiefs. The Chiefs telecast this at the Combine, that they were absolutely all in on adding starting wide receiver talent to pair with Tyreek Hill. They, the Rap Sheet had an interesting report how at the Combine, people were coming up to me like, have you watched like this film that Chiefs officials are showing of Patrick Mahomes, uh, various practice stuff that they've seen behind it? They are all in on Patrick Mahomes, and they are, I like teams, when you are, whether it's Trubisky in Chicago or whether it's Mahomes in Kansas City, where you're going to give, like they did to Carson Wentz last year, everything you possibly can to make him successful, and they pried him away from the Rams. Why not? And it's, it's, to me, Sammy Watkins is a guy who's now making money, and he's on his third team in 12 months. I, he's not my favorite receiver on the planet, but if he if he stays healthy, why not? I like the fact that despite the money, he's part of a greater whole. He's not the focus of the offense. When you have Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt and Travis Kelsey, you're only going to produce so much, and you're only going to be counted on to get eight or nine targets in a game so often. It's not going to be every game. So that's a great fit for him. And there are a lot of people that say he was open all the time last year, and the, the Rams couldn't get him the ball. He's obviously talented. And now this is a team in the Chiefs that a year ago at this time, we were annoyed how much they were in prime time. And we ended up being a little wrong because they were they were very entertaining, I would say, in their games. But now put them on all the prime time. Mahomes yeah. and this crew, sign me up. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this I'm Chiefs with team. It I, was just a few years ago we were bemoaning the lack of playmakers there. You kept hearing that stat about the Chiefs wide receivers and no touchdowns. I never and, heard that, actually. Yeah. No, zero touchdowns like, Yeah, the, the Fitzpatrick-Harvard thing of, wow. of Crazy. that year. And now look at the speed they have. Hill, Watkins, Chris Conley, Kelsey's one of the fastest tight ends. It's a lot to deal with, and, and the Andy Reid calling the shots. Their, their offense will look they're, much different this year. They are very, they're a very exciting team. I was going to say they could be a buzzy Super Bowl team, but you have no idea how the quarterback is going to pre- perform. We just know that everyone thinks the world of them. I also don't have much faith in their defense as it stands, and I don't know where the, if they're going to sp- spend on their defense. Speaking they don't have the any defense, players, right? really. Right. 
Anthony Hitchens has joined the defense. The Chiefs plan to sign the former Cowboys linebacker to a deal uh, worth $9 million per season per rap sheet in Tom Pelissero. Uh, that was the number 50 uh, player in your free agency top 101. So you guys obviously are not in love with him down in the lab, uh, but it's another name in that D. Well, they've now got two inside linebackers who are prototypical run stuffers and have questionable pass coverage skills, and him and Reggie Ragland. So I, I don't know how great of a fit it is. I guess Bob Sutton knows a lot more about that than I do. Moving on, the Chicago Bears have had a hole at wide receiver since Alshon Jeffrey uh, left town. They have now filled that hole with Allen Robinson, who signs a three-year deal worth $42 million, roughly $25 million guaranteed. Good money. Uh, that from Rap Sheet uh, for the man that was number three in the top 101. Uh, and uh, Greg, Allen Robinson uh, tore his ACL in the first game of the season. Um, in 2017, did not have a, a good 2016 statistically. So to get a, a multi-year contract with $25 million guaranteed, uh, that's pretty good business for him. The receivers got paid in this market. Even if you were coming off a down year like Watkins or an ACL like Robinson, and suddenly Mitchell Trubisky looks like he has a fun group of weapons. You add tight end Trey Burton. Okay, that that's fun. You have... Um, Robinson in place, and then we also have some breaking news in the oh. mix. And the okay. Bears agree to terms with Taylor Gabriel live, oh. live on the show. Wow. At least at least the Bears will be a little more watchable. They got Matt Nagy calling. You know, they'll get three primetime games it, before October. Three to six primetime games. This is sure. 2018's Jared Goff. Mitch Trubisky's the big winner of free agency here. Get Allen Robinson. Taylor Gabriel now in the hands of an offensive mind who knows how to use him after Steve Sarkeesian went a whole year without getting him the ball. Uh, I like this game. I like this, this the way this team is shaping up. how they really have followed this Rams model. They they got rid of the older coach that was defensive-minded. They brought in an offense, offensive-minded guy. Uh, now they're building around the quarterback. Why not? It feel, it's, it's a sensical model. You had to. I mean, their offense, they were, they were injured last year too, but they were impossible to watch outside of the running back group, and Trubisky was held hostage by, by that, that group of skill position players. So what else do you do with a second-year quarterback? And I think the, the Rams and the Chiefs are having an impact on the league, and the Eagles, like these are all spread them out, fast players in space, ball down the field, just th- in shotgun, throw the ball. You suddenly look at the Bears. They're a lot like the Chiefs last year. You have you have Gabriel and Robinson as the speed guys on the outside and Burton as the move to end. You have Tariq Cohen who can do some similar things as Tyreek Hill and also is a very dynamic running back. And, and you have a running back in Jordan, Ma- Jordan Howard. I mean, this is going to be a fun team to watch. Uh, another team that will be fun to watch always are with uh, Aaron Rodgers involved, but they continue to look for a long-term solution, a tight end, and Jimmy Graham. Uh, formerly of the Seahawks, uh, is now a Packer. He agreed to a three-year contract to join Green Bay. A bit of a surprise because earlier uh, Tuesday it seemed like the reunion with the Saints was going to happen, but apparently those talks broke down and Green Bay and Goody, man, good the counts, uh, pounced, uh, bringing in Graham, 31 years old. We've talked about him uh, a lot on the show, how he's not the same guy anymore, but perhaps, Wes, uh, he gives them, obviously, a, a big red zone threat now, a guy that still finds the end zone, uh, but maybe don't expect him to average 15 yards a catch this year. Yeah, Mike McCarthy has spoken several times in the last couple of years about the need on that team for a seam-stretching tight end and a red zone threat. They they never really had one. They tried to get that with Martellus Bennett. 
I think Jimmy Graham still has enough left in the tank to play that role. Mm. And and I'd love to see Aaron Rodgers and, and Jimmy Graham on the same page. That would be nice. Well, if he ever is going to do it, it's going to be with Aaron Rodgers. Or Drew Brees, where the Saints were reportedly interested, and now the Saints uh, don't end up getting Jimmy Graham back. I mean, I'm kind of glad he's not going back to the Saints. Yeah, me too. I didn't need What's to that? see that. I, I, it didn't end. It ended a little bit ugly. And like, let's put him in Green Bay and let's have one of these tight ends work out in Green Bay and give Aaron Rodgers something that you know twenty other quarterbacks have. It's true when you can finally you know get Graham to the offensive fire show that Joe Philbin brings. <laughs> you got to do it. Oh, are, saw, are we down on the Packers' I, offense now? No, I love Aaron Rodgers. But I mean, I'm, by the way, I'm Phil, st- Philbin was part of that offense for years. I'm before still he down on, out in, and, in Miami, and I'm still down on the, their coaching. Staff. I, ju- yeah, I saw Joey Fibs in the hallway at the combine electric and i gotta say i just like after he walked by and i looked down at his shoes and i got perfectly tied um (laughs) i smiled because joe feldman just is kind of funny to me survivor um so jimmy graham and yeah it's weird aaron Rodgers, who's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever i feel like he's been dancing around like a tight end he could count on for years jared cook was almost that guy martellus bennett should have been that guy he's not that guy now jimmy graham is potentially a guy now Packers had to make a move, they decided. And this one surprised me. Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson has been shown the door. Uh, Nelson, uh, who, of course, for years uh, was a stud, uh, Aaron Rodgers' favorite uh, target, a guy that won a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, But he started to slow down, Wes. It, it, It seemed that he had slowed down. But at the same time, he didn't really crater until Aaron Rodgers exited the, the team last year to injury. I thought we were going to get a chance to see if they get the magic back, but the Packers decide they got to move. Yeah, it's, it's amazing how fast things change in the NFL. It was just two years ago. 2016, he led to the NFL in touchdowns. That was coming off the ACL injury. He wasn't – you could tell he wasn't as fast anymore, even though they had a nice connection in the red zone. Um, and, and that caught up to him last year when it was easy to see early in the season that Devontae Adams had already replaced him as the number one receiver. I think choosing Randall Cobb over Jordy Nelson makes sense to me. Choosing uh, Brian Bulaga, who who was reportedly, you know, could be asked to take a pay cut over Jordy Nelson makes sense to me. Like, there, there are tough decisions, but I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be happy. Aaron Rodgers has kind of become a little surly about things going on in Green Bay, and I like hearing his voice. I mean, you could even see it today on Twitter he he essentially congratulated Casey Hayward, the the cornerback who left town, uh, almost calling out the Packers' previous regime, who just thought he was a nickel guy, and then retweeted his teammate David Bakhtiari, who said loyalty is in your actions, not in your rhetoric. And I think that's about you know the Packers being able to keep keep the players that Aaron Rodgers likes. And I'm sure cutting Jordy Nelson is not going to be a popular. Sounds move. like a healthy stew. <laughs> Um, So there you go. The Jordy Nelson era is over. Uh, Just out of curiosity, boys, scientists, I'm I'm down in the lab, too. I move some beakers around. Um, Bunsen burner turns on every once in a while. Remember that thing? Remember that thing that you go to light the Bunsen burner? It'd be like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hope you guys. I, that, we that. we appreciated the flavored water that you brought down today. I mean, that's yes. always a good way to enjoy it. Ingratiate yourself. I put saline drops in it for you guys <laughs> um, to make you have diarrhea. <laughs> okay. That was weird. That was. I wish the listeners could have seen the strange face Dan <laughs> was making that I tried to avoid. Uh. So yeah, Jordy Nelson. Oh no, yeah. My question was, where would he fall in your top 101? Uh, entering this week. I'm, I'm currently looking at our list. 
He's got to be like three or four at this point. <laughs> yeah, like as left, now, it's a I'm scrap just heap. If this now we, last we're not week. taking players off, so we're yeah. just updating it with the signings. What a scrap heap! I would put him above Mike Wallace. So that's what we're talking. That so would, in the early '60s. Yeah, I was thinking a little lower, but not much. Probably around '70. So the happy medium might be. In Still, the it feels like the name alone will get people to come after him. Times a b- mark. I think he's fine. He's in multiple. Why are you directing that at Mark specifically? Wow. Oh well, you're the one that he's saying he's trying to make a. a I, I between inter- us. I, you were not pointing that at me, Dan. I didn't take it that way. All right. Nice try, Greg. Greg is rabble rousing. Drink some will be dealt with water. Post show. Slug that down. Oh, Mark knows. Times a. B- for Moving you on. too, buddy. It's coming <laughs> yes. for you as well. Andrew Norwell. Let's move on. Cute uh, boy. Uh, <laughs> the, what did he just say? Andrew, he said, time's coming for you too, big boy. He's saying you're oh, going to die. Boy. Cute big boy. Cute boy. Little cute boy in his little blazer <laughs> over here. Cute boy. That's I thought he said. Cute boy. I'll take that. It's a relative of Fallout Boy. Greg is wearing a suit. I mean, whenever I can get Sessler to call me something my mom probably did when I was four, I'm all in. Nice. Well, that was the effect. Yeah, I was going for that. Greg wearing a suit. He did a network hit. That caused us to have to Thank wait to start Thank you very much here with NFL.com's Greg Rosenthal. The NFL.com. The NFL.com. The NFL.com. The NFL.com's I'll never forget. Amber Theo Harris. Are you guys making fun of me? She came after oh, me. Oh, she was so mystified. Studio, and then I had to explain it to her. She's doing a great job this week on she air is. for hours. A lot of network hour. content. I can't uh, wait till Greg has handlers. Is it coming? How close are we to handlers for Greg? I mean, I'm NFL.com's Greg Rosenthal. That's that's a long way. Away. The Jacksonville Jaguars have targeted and succeed, uh, successfully targeted a big piece in the middle of their offensive line. Andrew Norwell uh, expected to sign with the Jags, according to sources informed of the deal. That from Rap Sheet. The deal, uh, five years and $66.5 million, $30 million guarantee. That is the leader in the clubhouse, along with Sammy Watkins, for most guaranteed money. That is the trifecta for the Zeus and his mm. Do you get it if that it's holds. a tie? Yeah, so it's a, a tie it works most? here? Well, is it the most? No, not Simple technically, because Sammy Watkins says the most then. No, they both have the most. No one has more than them, which means they have the most. Right. Wes, I thank you for bringing it some It feels like a, sem- some a semantics-heavy argument, but we know better not to argue with we, Dan. You always have to specify, yeah, ahead of time. Now, if he made tw- <laughs> if he had $29 million guaranteed. Greg's digging in. And Stunner. Uh, drink some of that uh, water, Greg. Um, if he had 29 and Watkins had 30, yeah. So if eight, if, eight, if eight players have 30, do you feel like you the in the spirit of your... your of course. Uh, okay. Is it the most? Okay. I mean, you guys are barking up the wrong tree on this one. That's all I'm going to say. I agree with you. Yeah, I don't. By the, by I'm, the not, I, I'm not going to fight it because it's bad post- podcast. I, I think you it's, win. I think it's <laughs> over. Uh, moving on. So Norwell gets that uh, that money as it, it made sense that he would. Uh, interior lineman, any lineman gets paid. And the Jags, though, kind of a surprise team. Uh, the Giants and uh, some other teams were rumored to be getting Norwell, but he goes to the Jags. I find it really interesting. They did not pay Allen Robinson, but they decided to pay Andrew Norwell, kind of doubling down on the we're a tough running team, Leonard Fournette, that's our that's our MO. But they also give Marquise Lee a very attractive contract, four years, $38 million, including $18 million guaranteed. My guess is they didn't expect the, wide, the secondary wide receiver market to be as good as it was because that's a lot of money for Marquise Lee when you're letting Allen Robinson walk. The one thing they keep, I've heard this now on Network 2 over and over, oh, now the Jags are like dug in on being a ground-oriented team. Well, okay, not surprising to begin with, but... Isn't a good guard a good guard for the most part? 
isn't this player? I mean, he helps them in the passing game as much as he helps them as a as a run team. I don't it's think people. A, I don't think people are paying any guard that much money to for pass protection. Uh, I think they're paying them for the run. The run. It just I don't think it means, means that they're simply a one dimensional football team based on some you know getting offensive line help. Moving on, another quarterback. A bit of quarterback news. Josh McCown is back with the Jets. Uh, agrees to a one year deal with the team, so that makes a lot of sense for both sides. He had a great year in New York before suffering that thumb injury that ended his season in December. Uh, but he is a perfect bridge slash mentor guy so don't expect don't don't take that to mean Teddy Bridgewater is no longer in the picture they could end up with both those guys and draft the quarterback they're doing a complete reboot at quarterback McCown back with the Jets this feels like a move to allow the Jets a lot more options in the draft when I was writing up the Teddy Bridgewater piece I said don't be surprised since he's only 25 years old and an injury risk if they still sign McCown to go with him McCown probably enters week one as a starter while they figure out who Teddy Bridgewater is. Like, I like that trifecta compared to some others, but it's still a little confusing in New York and just with a new offensive coordinator to deal with Teddy Bridgewater, McCown, and a number five overall pick. That's a lot. It's just not what they geared up for from a PR angle. I think when you sign Bridgewater to go with McCown, to me, Bridgewater looks like the quarterback of the future, and they don't have to go first-round quarterback. Um, and it, it should be stated, if they end up getting Bridgewater as well and, as expected, potentially take a quarterback, it looks like the end for Christian Hackenberg now officially if they <laughs> if they add another quarterback after McCown before the draft. Uh, moving on, uh, Paul Richardson. Uh, he, ha- he is a nice player coming out of the Seahawks, a nice downfield threat. He signs a deal with the Washington Redskins, a nice deal for him, 5 for 40 with 20 in guarantees, according to Mike Garofolo. Uh, and uh, Richardson was ranked number 41 in our top 101. Uh, Greg, uh, didn't work out with Terrell Pryor last year. Now they're going to try with Richardson stretching that field. Interesting offense with Alex Smith throwing to him and Josh Dotson. Paul Richardson could be the third Seattle receiver to do better away from the Seahawks than they were Hmm. in Seattle. Golden Tate really has had a nice career leaving Seattle. Jermaine Kearse suddenly became more productive. I think Richardson has a lot of talent, and, and maybe they can untap it in Washington. Uh, moving on, the Buffalo Bills are making moves. First of all, Kyle Williams uh, is sticking around. A one-year $6 million deal uh, originally selected in the fifth round of the 2006 NFL Draft. He is a beloved figure in Western New York, so he comes back for another year. Last year was the first year he ever made the playoffs. You re- may remember that Mark heartwarming video uh, after the Andy Dalton touchdown pass of Kyle Williams hugging his son. Nice little moment in Bill's history, uh, and he's back for at least one more year. It was. I mean, I think they they weren't sure they were going to get him back. Star Lutalele is also there as well. They've brought him on. Lutalala. However you say his name. And I, I don't know. Deal. I think with, I think that this this is one of the free agency fun fits star to the Bills that Greg and I and our quarter bangers that we combined on to write an, a half <laughs> yeah. banger. Uh, was, we nailed it. We nailed it in that because of the Sean McDermott, Carolina Panthers, Buffalo Forget Bills. Forget we. Connection. That was you. I like to give team credit. Start to la la. It was all Mark. Five-year deal with the Bills, so they uh, look pretty good up front. If I'm a Bills fan, I'm a little annoyed about their team right now. They have a lot else to do. Let's see what they if they come out of it with a quarterback everybody's obsessed with. It will look a They'll lot be better. Fine. That's fair in the draft, but we'll see. Uh, Danny Amendola. Ooh, Greg, it's over for Danny. Playoff Amendola. Uh, he's expected to sign a deal with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, NFL Network's Dan Helly reports what. 
Oh, yeah. Breaking news. Helly uh, reports that Amendola is expected to sign with the Dolphins uh, per a source informed of the situation. Schragbaum over at GMF as of the deals for two years and worth $12 million, $8.25 million guaranteed. Amendola is 32 years old. Never a guy that was piling up stats in New England, but when uh, the lights came on in January... That bro was nails. The Patriots just got worse. You seem only slightly stunned that Dan Helley broke uh, accurate news. I'm also wondering how many listeners n- were able to translate what Schragbaum at GMF <laughs> means. <laughs> right. Yeah, Peter Schrager from Good Morning Football. Oh, yeah. Anybody know what the Dolphins are doing with their team? <laughs> I know you're impressed. Hey, they also got Albert your, Wilson. Good thing they got rid of deal. Jarvis and Landry and, and, and Dominican Sue to bring on board Albert Wilson and Danny Amendola, who doesn't show up until January when the Dolphins are sitting at home. <laughs> don't, don't get on Albert Wilson just because he has a, his, his name's Albert. It's not exactly day Matt, one of free agency kind of. Mark, uh, Matt Harmon, one, one of his favorite players, Albert Wilson. I kind of like Albert Wilson, but that was one of the most surprising deals that he got $24 million over three years. And shout out to Danny Amendola and Eric, Erica Tamposi. Tough day for her, her favorite player. Yeah. But what memories we had. Albert. Uh, 13 playoff games over 700 yards for Danny Amendola. Always better in the playoffs than the regular season. I, I don't know if they win those two Super Bowls without Danny. Well, here's so the, thank you. And go get your money. And you know, this, and this is going to seem like I'm trolling, but in no way should you be worried that when the pocket's collapsing in a big playoff game next year and Tommy Boy looks up, he's going to be looking for Kenny Britt to have separation, not Danny. Good luck with Danny. that. Oh, yeah, you're right. I mean – we're, they're really going to be hurting with Julian Edelman, Gronkowski, Malcolm Mitchell, Brandon Cooks, and whoever else. I mean, come on. Nailed. He was Danny Playoff Amendola. And yeah. now he's gone. Albert Wilson's the guy you sign as an undrafted free agent, not the guy you give $20 million to. It's fair. <laughs> so you're okay? Oh, for Danny? Yeah. I don't know if Eric is okay, but... What's this? Oh, no. Yeah, it was it was the drop you were they manically call calling for for the last England. minute. We've been waiting for it. Why are the inhabitants so pleased Shut up, with Greg. themselves? <laughs> they are known as the people of the Zolak. Their loutish behavior is indigenous to the region. I see. I command you to destroy them all. As you wish, Lord. Lord? Yes. Great work. How about them apples? I don't get your ref. Ah, uh, goodwill hunting? Oh. Okay, yep. Ha, 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 ha. ha. Now destroy them. No, I As get it. As you wish, Lord. <laughs> Drops her. It does feel like the end of an era. I know Erica has sent out a number of the, you know, the wine drinking gifts. And so she's probably she is down, but a lot of her into Amendola ness was based on him being hot, and he's still hot. He'll be in Miami. He'll have well, a tan year round. That's a great right? point. I didn't really think that about doesn't it. really change. Uh, so there you go. The Dolphins add some weapons with Jarvis Landry out the door. Let's see if it works out for him. Uh, and Trey Burton, who of course was involved uh, with the uh, immortal, not quite helmet catch immortal, uh, in terms of. Uh, known quantity, uh, but the Philly special. Uh, what if it was equally, equally immortal? Would that count? I think it. W- I think he said better, didn't you? The more. I'll have to go back. Look, I think you said just, more. You know, if it were equally, if it were equally if it, impactful. If the language was equal, I'm sure it would go my way. 
Uh, Trey Burton is a young and upcoming tight end. He signs with the Bears, so they add uh, a- another weapon there. And not not a bad deal, Greg. Right? I don't know the money. Let's see. It's three for twenty-four. Yeah, it, it was part of that whole. He's he's their Travis Kelsey in theory. I mean, he's not going to be Travis Kelsey, but we like Trey. A Burton. move that's, tight end. That's why we uh, <laughs> more of an H back. Yeah, we we talked about him a little bit ago. Let's get current and let's get some more breaking news. Uh oh. Uh oh. Bashad Breeland is signing with the Carolina Panthers, our top 20 cornerback, top 20 overall player on this list, and one of our highest-ranked quarterbacks. Three years, $24 million, $11 million in guarantees, according to Mike Garofolo. I like that move. Well, they just traded a cornerback, so... It's a cha- you can tell Dave Gettleman is no longer running this team with the trade that they made sending Worley away, with giving up a lot of money for a cornerback like this in Breland. But I, I do like the move. I think he's got a high ceiling. Uh, Greg is all in on Marty Herney. Malcolm Butler's still waiting to get paid. As of a present. target for your Jets, potentially. He, Malcolm Butler and Deion Lewis are the types of free agent stories that I'm always a little worried about. Whenever you read those stories that there are eight teams interested in Deion Lewis, like that's always a sign that actually he's not getting as much interest maybe as they were hoping. Because he would have signed by now. <laughs> and finally, in eight the news, teams. What is eight going to do for you? The Super Bowl champions, the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow, they keep on adding to that defensive line. Haloti Naga, Nada. Nagata. No, it's Nada. See, the spelling will throw you off, but it's Nada. Right? You're dead on. <laughs> One year deal. 34 years old now, uh, but uh, obviously a nice rotational player that they can add to the mix. Gives them a little bit more depth. And uh, the end of an era at the tight end position for the Eagles. Trey Burton left. And that's not much of an end of an era. Four year. And then he moved on. It's typical football stuff. But Brent Selleck <laughs> was a tight end there for 11 years. And he, he never missed a game. And um, he got old, though. He's thir- you know, we talked about that earlier in the show. How time waits for no one. 33 years old. And after winning a Super Bowl, a nice way to go out. A great career, Brent Selleck with Philly. Uh, they cut him. So Selleck is out the door uh, in Philly after 11 years. Cincinnati boy. Maybe he'll go close out his career with the Bengals. Said he, said he wants to keep playing. Not, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to this new Eagles defense that they revolutionized offense, but next year they revolutionized defense. Just 11 defensive linemen on the field <laughs> at once. What are you going to do to that? Um, Lindsay, Throw before, right over their heads. Before we go, let's, let's get Erica Temposi on the phone and see how she's doing now that uh, Danny Amendola is gone because – uh, no joke. Uh, we didn't we didn't make light of it at the time because she worked so hard and we love Erica. Uh, but when we went to record our post Super Bowl show uh, in Minnesota, Erica was sobbing. That's how emotional how emotional Erica gets uh, when talking about her beloved Patriots. Uh, so what we're gonna do now is uh, get uh, Erica on the phone and hopefully maybe maybe she'll be crying. That's that's what I'm going for here. Hello. Hey, Erica. Dan Hansis, the Around the NFL podcast. How you doing? Who's this? Uh, Dan Hansis, ah. Around the NFL podcast. Very popular. Oh, never, never pro heard football you podcast. I find it weird. Dan introduces himself to you every time he sees you as Dan Hansis from the Around <laughs> the NFL podcast. I know. Every single time. Uh, Erica, I'll call you the loose cannon, but I don't think you're going to be wiling out, as the kids say. You're, you're millennials. <laughs> 
yeah. today because Danny Playoff Amendola is no longer a member of the Patriots. You're, you're very emotional, I imagine, right now. Take us through your thought process. I mean, okay. So, as you liked on Twitter within 20 seconds, so yes. I know you know, uh-huh. Eddie um, took a picture of me at my desk crying. Eddie Murphy, Eddie uh, Spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. Producer here. Oh, my God, this music. <laughs> this, is, this is tough. Okay, so he's getting to that point, like, coming off one of his best seasons, and mm-hmm. this is the last time he'll be able to make a contract like that before the end of his career. So right. I'm, I'm happy for him in that sense, and he's in Miami, which is... Which is great. A lot of women um, in Miami, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hello. Uh, I I mean, we did a really good job of managing him and keeping him healthy until playoffs. We. Huh? I don't know if the Dolphins can do that. Yes. You we and Alex Guerrero. Patriots. Yeah, I liked your contributions in keeping him healthy, Erica. Thank you. I do what I can. <laughs> um, uh, I'm just really sad. <laughs> yeah, because you never think about this. You'll never, ever watch a Patriots game. And have that that gorgeous hunk pulling in catches when it matters most for the Patriots. It's really being a Patriots fan will really never be the same. Is that fair to say? Uh, do you have a soul? <laughs> I mean, you still have Julian Edelman, Erica, and I do have a question because I thought that we asked this before that he's the rich man's Danny Amendola. Sure, and like a large part of your into Danny Amendola scenario had to do with like his hotness factor, and he's. Still, like, oh, no. ragingly he's, hot he's in Miami. Very, okay, he's perhaps hotter. Be hot in Miami, but I can't look at him the same. Like, I can't. Mm. Like, I'm very. Mm. I'm. I understand that he needed mm. to take. You know, he couldn't keep taking pay cut after pay cut. Uh, but he's leaving the Patriots as a fan favorite. Um, I hate him. I'm really upset now, I and him, I wow. want my wow. space from him. Edelman can come back, which he is going to come back. Is he going to be right out the gate as, as strong as we need? And if he goes down, like, who's our backup? I'm, like, kind okay. of in panic. Sounds like right Erica now. thinks the Patriots it, sort of mismanage this. Erica, just just this should make you feel better. You root for the team that signs Wes Welker away from Miami in his mid-20s. Dolphins fans root for the team that signs Amendola away from the Patriots in his mid-30s. That's the right thing. Yeah. They're not just transactions, Greg. These are people and a man that uh, that Erica had fallen in love with, and now, you know, he's down. Get, he's going to yeah. get tan down in Miami. He's going to actually get hotter if you're into a dude with a bit of a tan. Let's just put it that. Let's just call spades. It's a spade. out there. You also root for a team yeah. that just cost itself a Super Bowl for benching its best cornerback. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. My life. My life kind of sucks. Well, that's that's not true. Erica, thank you. Is that what you wanted to hear, Dan? Yeah, kind of, actually. But then when she said it, I felt a little, yeah, I do have a soul because I didn't want to hear that from you. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very sad. It's it's He's been a major part of my football uh, fandom, and I've always been Team Dola, and he's always been so for the Patriots, even though he okay. takes pay cut after pay cut. You know, he was okay, a team player. And we got it, Erica. Now I'm just, we got it. We got yeah, it. Yeah, thanks. You're going to miss him. All right. Well, yeah, I'm very sad. Okay. Erica Tamposi, very upset about Danny Amendola's exit. Uh, hang in there, Erica. Uh, we'll see you around soon. Thanks, guys. There she goes. And we got to go. You want to just throw that out there, Greg, real quick? little uh, breaking news to end the show here. Jaguars not done at receiver signing former Colts wideout Dante Moncrief. Ouch, Ravens going at wanted him. Instead of going Why Robinson, him, you right? bring back Moncrief and Lee. There's a lot going on with the Jaguars. 
Um, Ravens very respectfully waiting until Wednesday to transact with any players or discuss anything having to do with. Hey, you got to play by the rules. There you go. All right. We will be back tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, later in the day um, to go over the official start of free agency. But, yeah, no days off here. We needed to get in here and and give you the update on the league. So there it is. Thank you to everyone uh, for listening. This is Dan Hansis signing off for Quiet Storm, the mailman, the old boss, Lindsey Bolton, behind the glass. Oh, boy. Tamper, baby. Till Wednesday. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.